special episode yeah. the movement yeah. the movement of color podcast episode 22.5 today on the movement of color we have an in-depth discussion about the yellow vest movement what it means and some updates my name is Brandon Payton Tria. I'll be your host today. How about we get started? So, here on the Movement of Color podcast, we like to mix things up a bit with a combination of topical current events and more evergreen things that uh, are of interest to everybody. Unfortunately, we cannot control current events, and therefore there comes a need for us to offer an update. So, here's a segment recorded by Byron Lopez and myself on December 9th about the Yellow Vest Movement. And after the segment, we'll have some current event updates. And who knows, even by the time we release this, it could be outdated. Yes, the yellow vest movement brings us together today, right? Oh yeah, it, it, th- things are popping off in France and Belgium and now Spain. It's it's kind of spreading. Wow, it's I didn't realize it spread that far. Oh yeah, I mean it's I mean the, the yellow vest has been going on for a month now, like four weekends, and it's starting to get a lot of attention. All right, well for some. For some of the people like myself who casually hear about the yellow vest in the media and are genuinely curious about it, what is this movement about? Well, the yellow vest, like protest movement, I think you can call it. That's that's the best I got. Is was a movement that kind of began online, uh, like through Facebook and stuff. Uh, that was primarily a kind of like reaction to the fuel like taxes that um, uh, Macron was instituting um, in order to, according to his um, excuse, was to lower emissions by like kind of pricing people out of like using fuel like diesel cars instead of like, okay, you're going to have to move the fuel or public transport or something. Yeah, like it's one of those taxes to like incentivize people to move from one thing to another. Um, but uh the kind of the reality is is that um, and what kind of people re- really noticed very early on in France was that oh hey this is basically like pretty fucked up since it essentially is a regressive tax that mainly targets the poor who are increasingly moving to the pub- to the suburbs in order to like afford rent um, because the cities where the, most of the jobs are um, are too expensive to live mainly um, because of gentrification and just increasing prices in general, but also because of the increase of cost of living and lowering wages. So people have to move to the suburbs. And in order to do this whole like work in the city, live in the suburbs, you need a car. Um, cause public transportation, uh, cause public transportation in France is not like up to Germany level, you know? Uh, so they have to commute 
and that means they have to use fuel. So people kind of notice that, like, hey, this is kind of unfair. Like, and this is actually a critique in the Yellow Vest movement, where like they acknowledge, like, yeah, environmentalism is pretty important, but like, why are you putting it on the backs of the poor rather than the backs of the rich? I remember this one Guardian article, um, who which basically said like Macron, he's the you know the the savior of the rich because he cut the wealth tax that he's making life better for them uh, on the backs of the poor. So everyone in like everyone, and I mean everyone, like eight, like there's been polling that like 80% of France supports the yellow vests. Um, 80% of France um, essentially has said, okay, this is, this is, this is too much. This is bullshit. Uh, we, we're not going to take it anymore. Um, and following that, the, the French tradition, which is kind of instilled in, in them and in, like in a very cultural, social, like in like uh, socialization level, they took to the barricades, they took to protest, they got angry. Um, and they've been having, these protests um, every every weekend, um, mainly by wearing like, to kind of notify who they are and to kind of pop out in pictures and videos and all that. They wore yellow vests, like yellow neon vests. Uh, they see like construction workers wear, but uh, mainly because there's a France. I mean, there's a law in France that states if you are like a commuter, if you drive, like you, ha- you need a yellow vest in your car in case you crash, have an accident, so like people can see you on the road, kind of stuff. So that's, you know, very cheap and inexpensive and everyone has one. So it's like, oh, shit, let's just use this. Um, and they've been having protests for the past four weeks ever since. So let's talk about these protests because they don't protest like Americans in a little no, square and peacefully. They go buck wild. What are some of the tactics that they have used or known to use in this protest? Yeah, I mean – this is kind of, I mean, if you just look at any of the live streams or recorded videos of the, of, of the LFS movement or hell, any protest in France, you see, like, there's a big difference in how the French protests would compare to, like, hell, compared to, like, even the rest of Europe and then, like, even more compared to the U.S., um, which has a very, very tame protest culture. I mean, you, we, we talked about this before in a previous episode. Um, in, in France, they, there's, like, no hold bar. Like, yeah, they're, like... Uh, they feel perfectly fine, like setting up, ba- like setting barricades on fire in these like big avenues in, in in Paris and all the other cities. They're fine, you know, blockading entire highways. They're fine, you know, getting like literally getting getting guillotines out onto the street to kind of re- to really for some real theatrics. Um, they're fine getting a little paper mache head, head, putting it on a stake and waving it around of like a, like you know of a paper mache head of a crone. Um, they, there is like people are way more tolerant of breaking windows and stuff um, in France because this is kind of like part of the protests. Like that's just eh, that's just part of protest. The fuck do you expect? Uh, be happy, no one's dead. Um, like who cares if you smash a few windows? Um, so people are way more tolerant of that in France than probably any other country I've seen. Um, at least at least in Europe and like the you know, quote unquote Western world. Um, so, so it's like it, it's. It's very much a different kind of protest culture over there that's, that, that really makes me kind of jealous, to be honest. <laughs> it seems like a lot of fun. Now, it, it does, it does, to be honest, yes. Now, in American media, it's kind of like CBS News, for example. It's kind of covered as like, oh my gosh, they're going crazy because of a gas tax. What are we yes. missing in our media here? What's going on with that? 
Um, yes, yeah, so that's kind of your usual. I mean, the, the, they're doing the same tactics as uh, as the mainstream media has done in every other protest, which is basically like not really focus on the real issues at hand that like people are talking about on the ground and just kind of the ones that they kind of want to push narrative of. Um, just quick reminder to everyone: uh, basically, all of our mainstream media is owned by like five. Oh, well, I guess like yeah, five. Uh, conglomerates that all have like massive interest in other industries and that are essentially in like institutionally due to capitalism, like institutionally biased towards pro capitalism. Uh, they're not really going to be friendly towards anti capitalists. Um, that's kind of just the very nature of it. Um, so, you know, the like whenever there's a, a, a protest here in the US, um, they, there's very much all this moralizing, like all this kind of. Uh, you know, like ring of the hands of like, oh, maybe you should, like we should, you know, like if whatever you do, they want they, they want it to be less, no matter what you do. If it's you know, if you're writing, they want you to do peaceful protests. If you're doing peaceful pro like peaceful protests, like you're blocking the street, like, like blocking the street, it's like hey, you shouldn't be blocking the street. You should be going, you know, to the sidewalk. And if you're on the sidewalk, it's like, well, you're annoying, and you should go to you know, you should not be a public nuisance like you go somewhere where no one can fucking see you like and they basically do this until like no one like until you're basically not protesting anymore like no matter what you do you're 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 too much like you need to be gone and like they will keep asking less and less of you so that's why like one of the big one of the big like kind of piece of advice that like any long like you know seasoned veteran will tell you is like just fucking ignore them um, just give your, give, maybe give an interview or two, but like at the end of the day, like they're always going to be kind of hand wringing about everything. Um, basically they're just do they're just doing that, but for the yellow vest in France, um, they're, you know, wringing their hands like, Oh, look at all this broken property. Look at all this, you know, look at the poor police officers getting, you know, look at those poor police officers having to like hurt their fingers, pressing the butt, like, you know, pulling the trigger, uh, for all the smoke grenades. Uh, poor them, uh, but not really. And then when it comes to the actual issues, they like like you said, all they talk about is the gas tax, um, mainly because that's like the best way for them to kind of half acknowledge the issue without actually diving in deeper and create and like having this big anti-capitalist critique mm-hmm. that's kind of at the heart of the LOS now. So they. They have to focus on the gas tax. They focus on this because it's a fairly regressive thing. Like, uh, it's something that actually, surprisingly, the unsurprisingly, the Republicans here in the U.S. fucking despise gas taxes because they love their gas so much. Mm. But also because the neoliberals um, and the centrists also like love gas taxes too, and it kind of makes them inherently hate uh, the LOS because they're all about. Um, Tackling like climate change on the consumer side without ever touching the industry, without touching the hunger industry, like the hunger companies that produce seventy one percent of all climate change, mm-hmm. or and, and making it on the backs of the poor rather than studies have shown that I think forty nine percent of all lifestyle pollutions uh, is created by the top ten percent, <laughs> mm. um, and it like and it like kind of like very quickly goes to like seven and then like. Um, like one, you know, like one point five, one percent, like at the bottom. Like the, the poor do not contribute that much in terms of climate change. So, um, and this is something the LFS have been screaming about, but you know, the the media doesn't give a shit. So let's go deeper into what the yellow vests really want, besides a repeal of the gas tax. 
Yeah, I mean, uh, they've they put out a a, you know, a forty point plan of like you know this is what we want, um, and it includes and it's it's all fairly you know at least progressive. Um, well, most of it is. Um, some even outright like anti capitalist like challenges. Um, one of the first things they want is like Macron gone. Like they're they're basically to the point where it's like okay, your tenure is clearly a failure. Uh, fuck you. Eighty percent of the country wants you fucking gone or dead. Uh, so please leave before we actually use those guillotines. Uh, so that's one of the big ones, but also a re- you know, outright repeal the gas tax. Um, that's one of them. And then another one is actually like, like we can't just put climate change on the backs of the poor. We need to actually like take a holistic view of the economy, um, society as a whole, and kind of like tackle things from like what produces the most emissions. So basically, the rich. Um, so instead of you know just doing this regressive taxes and all this bullshit. Like all, all this very wonky bullshit that uh, the vast majority of people fucking hate. Um, another, but but there is still this kind of civic nationalism that's still around. That's still kind of a residual in the movement, um, even after the kind of left after the left kind of entered the movement. Um, like after two weeks of it just being kind of on, on its own, mm-hmm. um, which is like, oh, like we should be nice to refugees and like put them in like proper like tent cities where they can be. Properly fed and medicated and processed, but and then like right after that, but if they get like, um, but if their asylum is rejected, they have to be they have to be sent back to their country of origin. Um, so it's not like an open border policy where it's like, oh yeah, if you're here, if you basically get here, like you're in. Yeah. Um, there, are still like a, they're, they're not like pro open borders or anything. Um, and then further down on that, if like, okay, if they're going to be live here, they have to adopt French culture, basically. Like they, they have to, like they want, they have to be assimilated into, into French culture. They need to learn the language, uh, the culture, all the social norms, all that kind of stuff. So, I mean, uh, you can, you can find the 40 points online. Um, it's very extensive and kind of, some of it kind of does get into the weeds a little bit for like shit that really only makes sense in France. Yeah. Um, but like it, it most of it, I, I would definitely say, is very at least progressive. Where do you think this movement is ultimately heading, or do you not know? Um, at this point, um, there's this old um, there's this saying I, I read on Twitter where you know it's a revolution, like, you know it's revolutionary times when you, no one has any fucking clue what's going on. <laughs> um, and I feel like this is pretty apt because no one knows the fuck is like no one knows what the hell's going on, like. Um, the, you know, the police are out in force, but so, are, but like the protests kept getting big, like were a lot bigger from last weekend. Um, they'll probably, if they continue to do this, like they'll continue to grow. Um, I would not be surprised, uh, next weekend. Um, and we don't, I I think Macron calls in the army. We don't know which ways the army is going to turn. Um, and the police for the most part are like, we need to call this an insurrection. We need to you know, so we can bring out the big guns and just start shooting people, because um, the police unions in France are known to be very far right, um, which is not surprising for police unions. Yeah. Uh, we've just, again, I think we've talked about this before in a previous episode. Um, so, and like Macron is just like not doing like he like the most he's done so far is like okay, we'll postpone the gas tax for six months. Be happy, you little peasants, uh, with your little with your little pittance. You know, now, now let us aristocrats and technocrats run the country, you vile filth. Because um, that's what he's, he's kind of known for being a fucking elitist asshole, yeah. uh, which is why everyone hates him. Um, and 
and we, we don't know. Like, we, we really can't predict the future of the Yellow Vest movement. Um, but one thing I can definitely predict that I feel comfortable predicting mm-hmm. is it will increasingly become left-wing, mainly because the at the initial start, it was just kind of like a big, big tent populist movement. Like, everyone was involved. Uh, but no, like, actual party or, like, political organizations were involved from, like, the left or the right. Yeah. Uh, they mainly just people who were pissed off self-organizing. But now you're seeing kind of – and then, like, kind of two – like, a week ago, you saw kind of left and the right finally get in on this. It's like, okay, this is something we can't ignore. Um, and then – but now, um, last week, you saw a lot of, um, like, anti-fascist uh, proponent, in, like, in the protests, like, pushing out, like, action fra- like, um Action Francais, uh, which is like this far right, like almost like monarchist group um, that was trying to infiltrate the movement. And like they, they got kicked out of all these protests and like fascists are getting beat up all the time. Like people are like calling out fascists like these guys are fascists. Kick them the fuck out. Um, mm. And also the immigrant community, the immigrant and migrant community starting to get involved as well. Um, so I, I feel very comfortable in in it kind of containing that leftward direction increase but also increasingly a militant direction because like if Macron doesn't like give them what they want um, he's just gonna k- k- repeat what uh, Louis the 16th did and you know his head might be on a fucking pike somewhere in like a few months for all we know or maybe nothing or maybe like he is smart about it and acquiesces to parts of their demands and Gets away with his head and continuing on with the general neoliberal policy that's just going to make you know people like Le Pen more popular, or you know, or maybe he resigns peacefully and there's an election. In which case, from from the opinion polling, it might it's probably going to be Melchon uh, Melchon versus Le Pen. Like, I would not be surprised if that's what ultimately ends up happening. Um, in which case, oof, that's a whole other that's a whole other can of worms. Yeah, that's the battle of the century. Yeah, that's like some Spanish, like some like Spain, nineteen thirty six election kind of shit. Um, so uh, we, I, I, so yeah. So for the most part, it's kind of all up in the air. Um, we're gonna have to keep an eye on it. I mean, there's a lot of people on the ground that I follow on Twitter. Like, I think like David Graeber, the guy who wrote um, the kind of the anarchist who wrote uh, Debt: The First Five Thousand Years, um, is is uh, is like was involved in the protest this weekend because <laughs> really? he was like in France. <laughs> He was like, hey, hey, we're all writing. This is fun. Um, uh, there's also, uh, also, It's Going Down did a really good thread kind of following like what's happening in all these different cities because it's not just in, in Paris. It's all over France. Um, students are starting to get involved. Um, like things are are hitching up. Um, the unions are getting involved. Like thing, things are going – things are popping in France. Well, we're just going to have to wait and see. So – Thank you, Byron. You're welcome. All right, here's your update. So on December 10th, Emmanuel Macron made a 13-minute speech discussing how he's going to deal with this crisis. In that speech, he included an increase of the minimum wage by 100 euros, which ain't shit, an exemption from taxes on overtime pay, 
and an exemption on certain Social Security taxes for retirees. Um, the word on the street is that is not enough. So protests will most likely continue through the weekend and beyond. So, um, so that's what's up. Please remember to follow us on Twitter at movement underscore color and support us on Patreon at patreon.com backslash the movement of color. My name is Brandon Peyton Carrillo and uh, adios. Color Pod.